Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. The following podcast contains adult themes and graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. The Violet Hour presents Red Riding Hoods, Episode 8, Grandmother's House. How is she? Still sleeping. How's a fever? Steady. Maybe we should take her to a hospital? She asked us not to. Yeah, because she didn't want to deal with the police, not because she wanted to die. You don't really think she's gonna die. I'm not a nurse. If a fever gets any worse, we're taking her in. Deal. Fine. We could use her research skills right now. I feel like we're flying blind going into this address Agent Gallo gave us. You think we should be on guard to visit Mother? I think if she wanted us to visit, she wouldn't have kept herself behind so many levels of security. Maybe once she sees we can locate her, she'll drop the act and just help us out for a change. We'll find out soon enough. Looks like this is her town. Hardwick. Over the river and through the woods, indeed. Yeah. That's her house at the end of the street. Not sure what I was expecting, but it's almost underwhelming that after all this, Mother lives in some basic New Jersey suburb. I wouldn't mind ending up in a neighborhood like this. Ew. Should we all just walk up there and introduce ourselves? At least one of us should stay with Jackie. What if Mother won't even open the door? Or what if Anton got the wrong address? Who's Anton? That's Special Agent Gallo's first name. (laughs) Special Agent Gallo. Thank you. (laughs) As if Elisa would debase herself by dating some lowly field agent. Enough! I still remember when he was just the creeper from Alameda. (laughs) You two stay here. If Anton got the right address, I'll come grab you. Hang in there, Jackie. Hey, Mother. It's me, Mal. I mean, Rosie. But you knew that, didn't you? No. Hello, Mother. We found you. Surprise! Oh, that's worse. Forget it. I'll improv. Hello? Please open the door. I'm not a solicitor or a missionary. Hello? Come on. 
may I help you? I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking for mother. There's no mother here. Goodbye. W wait. You have the wrong house. Is there anyone here who would call themselves mother? Someone who stops in to use a computer, maybe? Please don't make me call the police. It's just that you live in a really nice, quiet area, yet you have three deadbolts on what feels like a reinforced door. I asked you to leave. And there's security cameras in every corner of this house like it's an embassy or a bank or something. Move your foot right now. So whoever lives here has got to be mother. And if that's not you... <coughs> hey! <coughs> Who's in here? It's all right, I'm... <coughs> You sure one of us shouldn't stay with Jackie? No, but Rosie's been in there for like five minutes. You don't think Mother would attack us, would she? What if this isn't actually Mother's house? Hello? Rosie? Rosie wouldn't ignore us like this. Okay, I never got to take point on a breach, but I saw them do it lots of times. We gotta kick the door at the same time. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Again. One, two, three. Almost. One, two, three. Fuck, Rosie! Shit. What happened? Who tied you up? Behind you! Oh, shit! as soon as I can. Fuck you! <laughs> Hurry up! Untie me! There's someone else here! Who? Um, it's coming from down the hall! Hello? Oh my god, hold on! We're coming! <gasps> that sick bastard cut her legs off! Just stay calm. you so long mother obviously untie these restraints please right of course my legs are in the closet oh wow I, I i don't know if i can they're prosthetics oh okay we have so many questions you know i got a few of my own Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, 
During Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The most important thing is to change out these bandages every few hours at least. It doesn't look like the infection spread. Those antibiotics I gave her ought to do the trick. Jackie, you're sure you had a tetanus shot in the last few years? Yeah. Good. Good. All right, just get some rest. You're safe now. Thank you, Madison. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't be surprised you know my name. Guess it's only fair, since I know all of yours. Right, Mallory? Joke's on you. I already told him. (laughs) Are you sure that guy's secure? Well, those restraints held me, they can hold him. He's not one of Reverend Ambrose's guys. I'm afraid not. This would be a whole lot less complicated if he were. Why'd he attack you? Well, I have my suspicions. Once he's come to, we'll give him a proper interrogation to confirm. Get some rest, Jackie. Mm. 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 Would you girls like some tea while we wait for our gentleman caller to wake? Why have you been helping us? (laughs) Would you believe I'm just a concerned citizen doing my part to fight crime? (sighs) Look, I'm not sure how long we have, so I'd rather skip the bullshit if it's all the same to you. (laughs) Okay. Well, you might not believe it, but I was once just like you all. Mm -hmm. I was a counselor at a summer camp not too far from here when all the counselors were attacked. And I was the only survivor. When the police refused to believe that I'd been attacked by the same killer who'd been terrorizing the camp for generations, I was determined to return to that camp and put an end to his reign of terror myself. I couldn't tell you what I was thinking. I'd I'd never been in so much as a fist fight. But I was determined that what happened to me, what happened to all of us, would never happen to anyone else. So I returned alone. I mean, you know, no point in endangering anyone else. Of course it backfired. He nearly killed me. But I managed to get his machete away from him and run him through with it. Decomposed into dust. Damage was done, though. He cut my legs bad enough that the doctors had to amputate them both above the knee. That's why I couldn't continue the fight against the other monsters I knew were out there. So instead, I devoted my life to helping guide those fighting a war I could no longer wage. Why all the secrecy? Yeah. Why couldn't you just call us up and say, hey, there's a killer here. Go get him. <laughs> This war is more complicated than you realize. There are other combatants besides us, 
and the monsters who made us. And I was trying to make it as difficult as possible for them to locate me. That dude Jackie knocked out. He's one of these other combatants? It would certainly appear so. So, Madison, if you could take on any moniker you wanted, why mother? Why code everything into passages from Little Red Riding Hood? Well, like many stories, all of them, pretty much. Little Red Riding Hood was inspired by the truth. Little Red Riding Hood was, in fact, a young maiden in 17th century France who survived a massacre and then slew the wolf who attacked her. Hmm. I thought a woodsman rescued her. There was no woodsman. The wolf ate her up in the end, remember? (laughs) Those elements were added by men who were afraid of suggesting a young woman could defend herself, let alone overcome evil. Because if girls had those ideas, well, then why would they need the patriarchy? Hold up. You're saying there was really a big bad wolf? Kayla, in real life, the wolf was a serial killer whose crimes were so horrific that people thought only an animal could commit such atrocities. And when he set his sights on Little Red Riding Hood and attempted to ambush her in her grandmother's house, she turned the tables on him and killed him. And that is the fight you continue to this day and the path you each walk. For there are many more wolves waiting for you. And woodsmen? (laughs) Woodsmen are just fictional characters. There's no one coming to rescue you. No offense, Madison, but that was legit the worst pep talk I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're right. But I have more for you than just cynicism and tea. One of those books Spence had? Where did you get that? It's a long story I won't bore you with. Needless to say, these old books are in very high demand lately. It seems there's a certain ministry that will stop at nothing to acquire them. And they are not the only group collecting them. Hmm. Do you know what these books are? My research has been stymied at every turn. But I fear my inquiries are what led to our other house guest visiting me. Whatever organization he represents appears to have considerable resources if he managed to locate me. And you were just keeping some ancient grimoire text next to your cereal? It's the last place an intruder would check. Duh. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll take that book, thank you. Elisa. <laughs> thought you said you tied him up. <laughs> I did. He's going to wish he stayed tied up. Don't move, or I'll cut your friend's throat. Jackie! You think you're real tough holding a knife on a wounded girl, dartbag? Don't be an idiot. She's the only leverage you've got. And I won't hesitate to kill her if you don't do what I say. Now set the book on the floor and slide it over here. Okay. Okay. See? I'm putting it down. Putting it down. Just pull the knife away from her throat. Not until I have the book. Don't do it. Don't worry, we got this. What's he gonna do once he has this book? He knows we'll run after him as soon as he leaves. You need to worry less about what I'll do after I have the book and worry more about what I'll do if you don't give it to me. He'll just stab me anyway. That way you have to focus on me while he makes his escape. You son of a bitch! Just give me the book and I won't cut her. I swear. Like we're gonna believe you. Listen to me, you fucking cunts. If you don't give me what I want right now, I'll gut this little bitch. Ah! Look out! 
keep my machete in the hall closet. Oh, shit. Okay. They're the ones you want, not me. Just, I just, I'm just... There was a resurrected killer in here. There wasn't, until now. Mm. You okay, Jackie? I ain't no damsel in distress. <laughs> Madison, you didn't happen to read from this book, did you? Well, yes, but only to dictate a passage in an attempt to decipher the language. The results were inconclusive. I think we know how these killers are being resurrected. Huh. Be that as it may, this is going to leave one heck of a mess on the carpet. So be a dear and get the solvents from under the sink for me. Okay. And might as well grab your bags from the van. You can stay the night. Let Jackie recuperate. They're all the same book? No, it's like some kind of a collection or something. If only we had a catalog to tell us how many there were. Shame about that dude who broke in here. Would have been nice to find out what he could tell us about Reverend Ambrose's plan. He wasn't a part of Reverend Ambrose's church. He was with some other organization. Like we don't already have enough to deal with? Well, based on that man's reaction last night when the resurrected killer arrived, it would appear that they are as lost as we are when it comes to these books and the role they play in all of this. Reverend Ambrose and the, the lady working for him, however, appear to have some kind of plan. Look here. The dear Reverend just uploaded a new video to his website. What a glorious day it is, brothers and sisters. Our prayers manifested into a purifying fire which destroyed that forsaken farm in Aylesbury and cast the angels of death this raggedy ass motherfucker taking credit for our work. Beginning of God's wrath. Now, brothers and sisters, I am personally traveling to Salem, Massachusetts, to put an end to the deaths and disappearances that have plagued that cursed town near the Havenhurst Jail. I invite you all to purchase VIP tickets now for an opportunity to be there in person when I reveal God's righteous power over the forces of evil. If you can't be in Salem, there are many other opportunities to make your donation count in this fight against evil. You don't have any idea what he's got planned for Salem, do you? I'm afraid not. I have a feeling, though, that this will be the culmination of everything he's set up over the past few months. Sounds like a last stand. Long as it's his and not ours. Eat up, girls. Get as much rest as you can. If this is to be your ultimate battle, you'll need everything you've got. 
Later, Madison. It's been real. <laughs> it most certainly has. Thanks again for everything. Take all the antibiotics I gave you. And don't get sloppy with your VPNs. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Will we see you again after all this is over? Elisa, there's a reason. Mother was never heard from again after sending Little Red Riding Hood down the path. Mothers cannot always be there, unfortunately. But if we ever need to visit again... Should you ever visit here again, you will find me long gone. But I will keep tabs on all of you, and if you ever need anything, I will help. Right now, I have to go back underground now that the wolves have found me. I will continue my research into the grimoires and let you know any findings. But this is your war to fight. Can I just ask one more thing before we leave, then? Of course. Why did you choose me for this? You want some assurance of a special bloodline? Or a predestined role in the fight? The truth is, Elisa, I seek out every sole survivor of a massacre. Many, I think, can't be bothered to decipher the clues I send. Some who decipher them ignore them. Others choose simply not to heed the call. Only a select few of you did both, and that is how I sleep at night. Knowing I have not conscripted anyone to this fight who didn't also seek out a spot in the campaign. You're not a chosen one. <laughs> you chose to be one. And I couldn't be any more proud of you for that. I only hope we have helped stop others from experiencing what we have. Goodbye, Mother. You take care, my little red riding hood. Everyone ready? As ready as we're gonna be. It's too bad we're gonna be without Mother for the rest of the way. No mother sends her children out into the world unless she's confident she's taught them all she can. You still want to end up in a place like this, Elisa? If we're lucky, all of us are going to end up in a place like this. Let's survive Salem first. Listening to Red Riding Hoods, a production of Violet Hour Media, directed by Sarah Joy Brown, written by David Kiros Jr. Music supervision, music composition, and Foley artistry by Michael Paris. Sound designed, mixed, and mastered by Jean-Marc Brissat. Edited by Sarah Joy Brown and Michael Paris. Executive producer Cassie Josepho. Creative producer. Maria Corso. Haley Poulos is the voice of Elisa. Michaela Bartholomew is Jackie. Sam Dumit is Rosie. Gina Kim is Kayla. Isha Blacker is Anton. Miranda Celine is Dahlia. Ian Dick is Reverend Ambrose. With Carolyn Hennessy. Additional voices by David Deloise. Eric Martzog. Joshua Baton, Brad Hawkins, Kelly Pruner, Alice Pollock, Connor McGiffin, Daniel May, and Jennifer Sun Bell.
Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.